The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Michael Patria, joined by my good friend, Santino Cocon. We're here to break down this wonderful five-game card. It's Thursday. It's March 25th. Santino, how are we doing over there, brother? Doing pretty good, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a light slate. Uh, we can get into it, get, out, get right out as well. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a quick one, and uh, you know what we uh, we look forward to these days. We say because yeah, it's like our it's our version of a day off, uh, <laughs> is what we call it. But before we jump into anything, just a quick shout out to our presenting sponsor over at My Bookie. If you guys haven't already been over there, I'm sure you have. You're you're if you're a daily listener, you've been over there already. But maybe you're new. Head over to MyBookie.ag. Check them out, guys, for all of your sports book needs. They are the number one sports book out there, the only one I give my stamp of approval for. So whether you're taking advantage of them during some of this March Madness, I know Santino's over there, uh, with some of these odds boost contests too for March Madness have been absolutely fantastic. And then we have NBA, we have MLB right around the corner. You can take advantage of it in so many different ways, whether you just want to go on game lines, money lines, parlays, you name it, you can do it all there. And they also have a fully-fledged casino platform where you can do all your table games, slots, you name it, everything you'll find at your local casino. So check them out, guys, my bookie. And when you sign up on your initial deposit, use that promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, and they will give you a 50, 50% deposit match on up to $1,000. So you put in $1,000, they'll give you $500 for free. You put in $500, they'll give you $250 for free. Whatever you decide to deposit, they're going to match it 50%. If you use that promo code HoopBall on your initial deposit. So, Tina, we'll dive right into this right now, man. We got a first game on the docket, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. We have the Portland Trailblazers traveling to Miami. Take on the heat in this one. For the Blazers, Zach Collins, Yusuf Nurkic, both ruled out. Nasir Little, Anthony Simons, they're questionable. On the heat side of the ball, Avery Bradley and Goran Dragic questionable. While I love how they still list uh, Udonis Haslam, uh, Udonis Haslam, KZ Akpala, and Gabe Vincent. Uh, I'm sorry, Gabe Vincent is probable. KZ Akpala and Udonis Haslam ruled out. So, pass it over to you, Santino. We'll start with this Portland side of the ball. Uh, right now, at this moment, we do not have a game total. We do not have a spread for this one. It's surprisingly the only game that we don't have on the docket, but. Why don't we talk about what we can look at Portland now? I guess we could touch on how now we've seen a significant sample size of you know Lillard and McCollum playing next to each other once again. Yeah, it's been a, f- a few games now. Uh, we've seen Lillard hasn't had that uh, big ceiling the last four games that we've been come accustomed to lately. <clears throat> he gets a decent matchup here, though. Uh, he's only at 10K, which would be the third highest price guy on the slate because LeBron and, and Embiid and Curry, who's just right behind him, are all out. Uh, but it's still still a tough price to pay uh, knowing that he hasn't had one of those blow-up games and he's probably going to get a lot of uh, Jimmy Butler on him here. Yeah, I'm kind of with you right there. I think he's a guy that 
I, I could see the pivot. You can never say Lillard doesn't have the upside. He's kind of matchup proof, but it's more of the usage that we're concerned with, with McCollum being back. These guys, uh, they basically almost shop that usage right down the middle. It's just that they're both extremely efficient. They're both really solid guards, but for the $2,800 discount we're getting, I'd almost lean McCollum. Uh, with that being said, I think if I'm if I'm trying to uh, attack Miami anywhere, it's it's probably going to be you know in that power forward region. So you know what you're Covington at uh, 5700. He's just been a guy that uh, since the second half. I mean, I mean, better half of a month and a half. It's just looked like a completely alternate player. I think we were we were joking about it early on in the season, uh, sending each other gifts and stuff early on. But he was the worst player in the NBA. I think for what a month and a half, two months or something crazy, early on. And he's a completely different player now. And you touched on it. I got to give you credit. He's basically playing that same role. Ever since Nurkic went down, that's when it changed. Uh, he's playing that same role he's playing on the Rockets. So, do you have any interest in him at fifty-seven hundred? Uh, some slight interest, but not not huge on him. I don't think the upside is necessarily there in the scoring department. He's doing a lot of the the nitty gritty stuff that you you've been accustomed to to him, but he's still scoring uh, probably just at double digits over the last ten games. So it's not huge in the upside there, but. The uh, power forward position of the Heat is the the way to go because Kelly Olynyk, as good as he's been stat wise, he's just he's giving up uh, quite a few points to the opposition here. Absolutely, and who knows who's on that team right now? We uh, again, we'll touch on that. We didn't say it early on, and we should have. This is trade deadline day, man. Uh, this is exciting stuff. So. If you're listening to this right now, we should have mentioned this. I can't believe we didn't start at the top of this. Uh, that's I mean, on me. We, uh, someone was talking yeah. for 20 minutes, didn't mention it. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, I'll take that one. <laughs> uh, but we will be, uh, we'll be having an amazing live show on hoop ball. That's hoop ball.com regarding everything you need to know during the trade deadline. So, uh, it's going to start at 12 PM Eastern standard time and it finishes up right around, I believe 5 PM Eastern standard time. So five hours of just live goodness. Santino will be on there. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to jump on at the end. But all throughout the middle, it's just going to be some of the best minds over here at Hoop Ball, just talking some trade deadline as the news breaks. And a lot of these teams, you know, we, we kind of see a lot of these names spiraling, uh, you know, which ones are kind of being rumored a little bit more than others. And just be very cautious with them because you'll see late scratches. Uh, we didn't really see too many yet tonight. Um, knock on wood, eight minutes before, you know, some of the last games start. But they will be coming. They will be coming. So, all right. Well, uh, anybody on the Miami side? I guess we could slide over unless you had anything else you want to talk about in Portland. Um, yeah, I, I would. Not really much to go there. Uh, probably not going to have too much exposure there. I guess one the one last guy I would throw out is uh, Derek Jones Jr. for a guy under four K. Kind of in that a lesser tier of of Covington where he doesn't score much, but he's doing other stuff to where if you're digging down under four K, he's an option for you. But uh, that's pretty much it. I like that one. Revenge. <laughs> Revenge. Yeah, he's playing against his team. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, honestly, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't know if that's a real revenge narrative, but I'll take it. Under 4K on a five-game slate, that's a good call. I like that one. And, uh, uh, the, oh, I guess it, you should note, note that both these teams are on the front end of a back-to-back. Yeah, and we also, I believe, we have three teams on the back end of a back-to-back tonight that we'll, uh, we'll also mention as well. 
On the Miami side of the ball, Jimmy Butler at 9K. The price tag is starting to come down a slight bit, and it's you know basically just because Bam's back in this lineup, and he's obviously taking some chunks away from, from Jimmy Butler when he was starting to get in that mid-nines price tag. It was with Bam out. It's a great matchup. Portland plays a little no defense. Jimmy Butler at 9K, I'm not going to argue with it. You know, he's probably going to be one of the guys I'm looking to spend up on on this slate. If you want to go to Bam, I wouldn't argue with you there. I'm going to be looking to have at least one of these high-priced guys uh, on Miami in my slate. And and if you wanted to even go to Tyler Hero, uh, you could you could take a peek over there too. 5400. He doesn't look like the same dude that he was in the bubble. He's been really struggling from the field over the past like four or five games. But if there's a game that you're going to get right, it's probably against this defense. Yeah, I like Butler and Adebayo. They're both in really good matchups here. And I'll throw in Kendrick Nunn, assuming that uh, Drogic sits. And, I mean, this team's going to be a player in the on the trade market. They're looking at so many different people. So we'll see who's actually available for this game who's and not when we get closer. But um, Kendrick Nunn, if Drogic sits, uh, assuming this is the same exact lineup we see tomorrow, at 4600, he's gonna play. He's gonna be matched up with Lillard a lot, and that's a very good uh, matchup for him. And most people, last game he finally took a bunch more shots. Uh, he took 19 in that last one. So if if he's even gonna take about 12, 13 shots, you can bring back value at 4600. Yeah, and he's just basically a guy. If he's getting the minutes, he's gonna be worth it at 4600. And the big thing about that, you said the 19 shots, and it's it's paired with the 35 minutes. You know, the three previous games before that, it's 23, 19, and 25. Uh, and basically, that's not enough. That's not enough time for him to get that volume up. So he's not. He's never been gun shy. He's very confident, and obviously, he's been an integral part of this offense. And if he's playing well, and they're down bodies, they're gonna play him. But who knows if he's there by the time this game starts? Uh, we'll slide on to the next game, 7.30 Eastern State. Oh. And I was going to uh, – you can throw Trevor Reza in your bargain bin basement hunting there at 3,100. He's played – his minutes are going up here. He got to see 23 in the last one, 19 in the second game. Uh, maybe he creeps up to about 25, 26 minutes and at 31K or like that's nothing there. He could, he could hit value there again. And it's the matchup as well. Factor that in minutes boost in this matchup would make him a fantastic play. I'm glad you brought him up. Next game, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time game. Washington Wizards traveling to New York. Take on the Knicks in the Garden. For the Knicks, Austin Rivers ruled out personal reasons. For the Wizards, Davis Bertans, Ish Smith, Thomas Bryant all ruled out. We do have a game total in the spread, 226.5 game total. Knicks are favored by two and a half in this one. The Thibodeau defense. So, Santino, I'll pass it over to you. We'll start with Washington. Westbrook at 10-9, Beal at 9-2. I mean, I feel like for the better half of most of the season, these guys were maybe a few hundred dollars apart. Now we're talking a $1,700 difference. Which way do you lean? Um, honestly, this is a rematch from the other night, two nights ago, and they got blown out by 18 points. Uh, they both didn't do great. Westbrook, uh, I, b- I believe they both played under 30 minutes, just under 30 minutes. Westbrook shot 3 of 14. He only brought 40 fantasy points back. Beal only 30, just under 40. Uh, I think he brought 32 point, um back. He only took 15 shots, played 32 minutes. I just don't like attacking the Knicks. And I know this is the highest-priced guy on the slate and then one of, one of the top four that are healthy. Um, I'd probably, I'd rather just pivot. I, I just don't like the Knicks. I can see bounce backs from both of them, 
but I don't know if there'll be bounce backs to where I'm paying 11K, I want fit, uh, 60 points here. I don't know if that's what I'm going to get, or 55 uh, from Westbrook. Beal, you're going to want about 45, 50. I don't know if that's the type of bounce back I can see. I'd rather just stay away from them if I can, uh, and then see exactly what kind of who's on the Knicks team that, uh, or who's not going to be playing for the Knicks that we can attack there. And uh, if Alex Len is still, if he jumps back in, I know last game he only played 12 minutes because they got blown out. I wonder who um, Brooks goes at the center position. We'll never, maybe we'll I can never attack know. them. We'll never yeah, know. It changes every time, but usually when it changes that first game, that person will get 24 minutes just to see. So uh, if we find out that like Mo Wagner's back in the in the starting lineup and, and he's the starting center at 31k, I don't mind taking a look at him. Um, but besides that, it's it's tough for me to want to roster some of these this team. I feel like I feel like Brooks just has one of those like origami squares that you'd see when you're in like elementary school where you know you'd say a number and it would open up the four different sides and eventually you'd flip open the flap and it would have the what you know what the that's who he's starting at center like that's how he decides he just goes up to someone before the game and just it, it seems like it's pretty random at this point but uh, I I don't mind like you know maybe taking a stab at Beal at 9200 I don't like either one of these guys like you said. Uh, I would rather not attack Thibodeau's defense. I'd rather not attack the Knicks and spend up on it. You know, five-game slate, like you already mentioned, a lot of these high-priced guys are off the slate. So you're going to have some money to spend, no doubt. Um, And if you want to go to these guys, I'm not going to say don't do it. But I'd probably lead more Beal than I would Westbrook. And I'm not even saying that with a ton of confidence. It's just that $1,700. I'm sure I can find a way to spend that in some way, shape, or form. So that's probably the way I'm leaning. And I'm not going to be looking at too much uh, else here. You know, if the game does get out of hand, we just saw, uh, you know, the guys like Denny Abdija uh, get a little bit extra run, but not anybody I feel too confident in. Santino's already mentioned a few guys that are under that 4K range that I'd probably prefer over them. So I'm ready to move on to the next side of the ball if you are. I'll take that as a yes. That's got to be a yes. So looking at the Knicks, uh, Julius Randle. I'm, I'm losing you here. Oh, know, did you hear me? me? Oh, yeah. I think I think I think I did lose you. Can you hear me a little bit better? Well, a little bit. Oh, look, there he is. He's back. He's back. Well, looking at the Knicks, we'll slide over to the next side of the ball. Uh, Julius Randle, ten two. You know, just talking about some other guys, like reasons on why we don't necessarily want to spend up on Westbrook or Beal necessarily and it's because we got a guy like Julius Randle and we have a guy like Jimmy Butler in the previous game for me and I'll be going to Julius Randle in this matchup you just touched on it these two teams just played and he cooked this dude's been on a tear and he's been fired up he feels like a lot of the refs have been taking the games out of his hands uh so at 10-2 I'll definitely be playing some Julius Randle and uh, I think that's probably where I'll leave it on this team I maybe maybe take a stab at Alfred Payton but all these point guards are pretty much healthy outside of Rivers, including, you know, quickly Burks, Rose, uh, Peyton. So we don't necessarily know what they're going to do with these minutes. But at 5,100, if Peyton's playing, you know, 25 and if the game's tight and whatever, he maybe gets up to 30, you could take a stab at about 51. Yeah, I, I think Randall's one of the guys that I like up there. Uh, I'd rather pivot to this side of the ball over, over the Washington side of the ball. Um, I like Randall. I like Burks. I mean, I like Barrett, not Burks. And I like Mitch Robb. I think they're all in really good spots. 
Barrett played had a good game last uh, last game. It's easily repeatable against this <laughs> this defense. Uh, Mitch Rob is going to go against whoever wins that carousel uh, at the center position, and he just dominated and played 31 minutes. Uh, this is his second game back, third game back. He should be seeing 31 minutes or so again. And even in a blowout scenario in this last game where they won by 18 points, they still played uh, Randall Barrett. And Mitch Rob hit over 30. Randall and Barrett almost hit 40 minutes. So these guys played regardless. Uh, that's why we love Tom Thibodeau. Go <laughs> back to those three and feel comfortable there. Everybody else, like you mentioned, all the point guards are, are back. I, I believe Rose should be back for this one. He wasn't available for conditioning. We'll have to keep an eye on out, eye out for that one again. Uh, if he's out, then maybe we can look at Peyton if he's in. It's just going to chop all those guys' minutes in, in that spot that I don't really want to attack there. All righty. We'll move on to the next game. 8.30 Eastern Standard Time game. LA Clippers travel to San Antonio, take on the Spurs. There is no injury report for this one. Both teams on the second half of a back-to-back. In fact, this is going to be a rematch. These two teams are playing tonight. 221.5 game total. Clippers favored by six points in this one. Uh, we'll start with the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, both these guys, excellent price tags. Both these guys we have to be worried about because it is the second half of a back-to-back. So uh, one thing that we'll definitely have to monitor. Um, outside of that, you know, with every, with all that being said, they are both fantastic plays. I would have knocked if you wanted to go to either one of them. Paul George under 8K, Santino. I, I know that you kind of have to be, you know, licking your lips a little bit at that one. Which one, uh, which one of these guys, you know, push comes to shove, dollar per dollar, do you prefer? Um, I don't know if it's my computer or yours or what's going on, but I, I'm not really hearing much of what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> I heard you just talk about uh, Paul George under 8K and pass to me. Um, but yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Are, can you, are you, can not, you hear me are better? Are you getting a lag or something? Oh, this is, this is a rough – this is the technical interference that we got to love that. No, I, I, I'm not – I'm not hearing. I hear you, but you sound like you sound like Will Ferrell after he shoots himself with the uh, the, the the stun gun in in old school. So that's that's how. What are you talking about, man? That's how you're sounding right now, and it's it's. Um, I don't know if you can hear it, but you know, I'll jump into the Clippers. I heard I heard a little bit what you said, but and yeah, uh, I do like Kawhi Leonard. I do like Paul George under nine and under eight K, especially Paul George under eight K. Uh, this is why I feel a little more comfortable not having to spend so far up for like a Westbrook or something uh, because we do have both Clippers in very good um, spots here. We know Serge Ibaka is not going to play, so we can look at Zubats again um, <clears throat> in this in this matchup as well. 5,600 is not crazy knowing that he should see a certain a, a good amount of minutes. Um, same with Marcus Morris, 4,800. It's a pretty good price tag for him. Uh, we know he can... Put up 30 points or so. He's been starting. I think there's a lot to like in the uh, on this side of the ball here with with these guys. Uh, Terrence Mann had himself a game the other night, and if he's going to be playing, he, that's two games in a row before uh, we don't know uh, the Spurs game's currently going on, but that's two games in a row where he's played 20 something minutes. Uh, that's not terrible to attack at 3,500 if we we need to go down there either. But I think the two big guys are definitely in play for me. And are we doing any better now? Can you can, is is my stuff actually working? Yeah, I can hear you now. It's All right, good, good, good. Because uh, you know we got some pretty expensive equipment over here. You know, yeah. I hope I hope it would be doing its job. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm with you on a lot of these same these same Clipper guys. 
uh, Morris, uh, you know, Zubats. I've been going to these guys back and forth, whenever whatever construction works. If you know if I'm playing a double center lineup or whatever it is, and I and I want to pay it, spend up. Maybe I'm not looking at Zubats. I'm looking at Morris in my forward position. I'll keep flip flopping to these guys. If we get any news on between Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, both these guys are extremely viable. Uh, it is you know the back to back games where Kawhi Leonard's playing in San Antonio. A little bit of the narrative and juice gets taken out of the second half, the back-to-back. So if I had to lean anywhere, it'd be Paul George out of those two guys, and that's probably it for me. Terrence Mann at 3,500. Uh, Keith has been hyping this guy up out of control for the past few days. So uh, you know, I got to check him out and see how he finishes tonight. But he's been getting some pretty solid minutes over the past few games. So definitely a guy I'm keeping an eye on as well. San Antonio side of the ball, though. Looking at this team, DeMar DeRozan, one of the names that's being rumored and shopped around, and one of the names that we need to be very cautious about playing, in my opinion, Santino. Uh, would you be willing to take the risk on having any ownership? I mean, I don't hate it, but I see other options here that uh, 8-2 is just slightly above where I want to pay for him. I would love it if he was back in that 7-8 and that Paul George range, but I'd rather just save 400 and go uh, Paul George in in the rematch even though currently DeRozan's having himself a pretty good game he has 19 points uh, almost halfway or more than halfway through the third three rebounds three assists but um yeah I don't I don't really want to go there for at 8200 <clears throat> yeah I I don't think DeRozan's a guy I ever play um sometimes I take it off the chin uh but then we have some of these other guys and they all feel pretty priced appropriately Jakob Pertl uh, he was one of the guys that we talked about last night in this same matchup where, you know, you could attack the Clippers in the front court. They're still pretty vulnerable until they decide to make one of these free agent signings uh, during a buyout or a trade of some sort. Uh, but until then, Jakob Pertl should be pretty capable of taking advantage of that. So 5,900, definitely a guy I'm interested in. Uh, but Mitch Robb at 51, which comes to show, if you touched on that earlier, that might be the better, I guess, overall play. But I'll also be taking a good look at Kendall Johnson, 5,700. Uh, he's starting to get the consistent minutes in the rollback. And with all these names being mentioned, uh, he is definitely a guy that is going to be featured going forward, I think, after the trade de- uh, trade deadline. So uh, I'll definitely have some interest in just probably those two guys. And I'll, think I'll leave everything else aside because a lot of the guys I'm thinking about spinning up on might be at the guard position. Yeah, and I, I think uh, Derek White's another guy. Him and Keldon Johnson are probably the two that I'm leaning most towards in this matchup, in this game, uh, as the, the second night of a back-to-back. I'll, again, I'll have to see, because Derek White's been playing them lately, but uh, there he's still always a, a candidate for rest. <clears throat> yeah, and Derek White is bound to, I think Keith mentioned this yesterday, shout-out Keith, at Ginsburg Beats. Uh, he's bound to turn it up. It's it is due. Next game, but before we jump into that one, shout out to our other presenting sponsor, Manscaped. If you guys haven't checked them out, go check them out for all of your male grooming needs, whether they're for you, a spouse, a gift, a travel kit, whatever you want to use it for. Check out manscaped.com, guys. They have everything that you need. Uh, started with their premier product, their featured product, the lawnmower 3.0, fast charging, absolutely spectacular. Uh, it is the number one male grooming need product out there, guys. So go check them out. Lawnmower 3.0 over at Manscaped. Philadelphia 76ers traveling to L.A. Take on the Lakers in this one. 
So got your Lakers, Santino. Anthony Davis, he's been ruled out. Jared Dudley, ruled out. LeBron James, ruled out. And for the Sixers, Joel Embiid is out, while Seth Curry and Danny Green are questionable. We do have a game total, and we do have a spread. It's 211.5, and Philly is being favored by 4.5 points in this one. Imagine it would be a little higher. But yeah. <clears throat> well, they're traveling cross country with no Embiid, so it makes sense. Yeah, that makes, yeah, you got a point there. So I'll pass it over to you. Why don't you break down this? Uh, actually, you know what? I don't know it makes sense that you start with the Lakers. I'll start with Philly. It just feels more right there. So looking at the Philadelphia team, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris. Uh, if I had to pick one of these guys, it could be Ben Simmons, just point per dollar. They're only $200 apart. Uh, it just feels like he always has that more consistent floor and ceiling, especially in this matchup. I don't really know who they're going to throw on him. Maybe you could touch on that when we get in there. Uh, but I just don't see him really just – he should have his way with this matchup. So uh, they still, they're still lacking that guy in the, in the paint. They're really just rolling out you know, Damian Jones until they can get that other center in there until Andre Drummond uh, gets bought out. That's pretty much what they're waiting on. They need somebody in there. And when there's no one in the paint, Ben Simmons has that clear path. So I'll definitely be targeting him at 8,600. That's pretty much how I'm doing a majority of my builds is trying to spend right around that, you know, two guys under 9K. And if I want to spend up on one more guy, 10K, and then we'll dump, we'll just dump into the value after that. So Ben Simmons, my top option. Outside of that, Dwight Howard, 5,500. You could look at him. You know, Tony Bradley will probably continue drawing the start and at 4,300. And the games that get out of hand, he generally plays a little bit more. This easily could be one of those. Uh, and the games that stay a little bit closer, we probably see a few extra minutes from Howard. That just seems to be the way it's going so far since Embiid's been out. But both these guys are very much in play, knowing that Embiid is still out. So it's pretty much where I'm going to look. If we uh, if we see Seth Curry's out, we can you know throw some more uh, you know money at Shake Milton. Uh, but I know I'm just going to be firmly invested in Ben Simmons pretty heavily in this in this slate. Yeah, I think Ben Simmons. Uh, Tobias Harris has a good matchup too, but I think Ben Simmons, there's really nobody on the other team that could guard him right now. Uh, same with Dwight Howard and, and Tony Bradley. I'm there too. I'll, I can go both of them. I really like Dwight Howard in this matchup against his former team. There's They don't have a center right now. If if Marcus Gasol's not healthy, uh, conditioned up, they don't like I heard you mentioned Damon Jones. He's not on the team anymore. His 10 day contract expired. So, <laughs> uh, Markeith Morris actually started the last game at center because Marcus Saul missed. Um, uh, and, and Kaycock started at power forward. So, they really have no front court. They're still not starting Harrell. And even if he does, he's too small for them. Uh, so Dwight Howard makes a ton of sense. Tony Bradley, if you want to have cheaper exposure, he's 4 3 now. And Ben Simmons, there's, there's no one that could that could really guard him if he no one can stop him from getting to the rim and then when he does get to the rim there's nobody that's protecting it they could realistically run like a ben ben simmons center lineup to, uh in this matchup if they wanted to yeah uh, i can see that they've they've done it a few times so i could see it happen again and that would just scream triple double to me <clears throat> so yeah i'm all over ben simmons in this matchup sign me up attack in the front court's a great point so we'll slide over to the lakers side of the ball uh, you know, you touched on it, Markeith Morris. If he's going to be playing significant minutes and if he's only going to be 4,700, you got to have some interest in him. Uh, I believe he's a Philly guy, too, isn't he? I know it's not, it's in LA, but maybe that maybe there's some steam with that. I believe, I believe him and his brother yeah. are Philly born <laughs> guys. Uh, this man, I'm just trying to make up the narrative in my head. I'm going to play him anyway. 4,700, I like this matchup. You can continue looking at Taylor Horton Tucker at 5,600, but. 
Who do you think draws the Ben Simmons defensive matchup? Do you think that is Taylor Horton Tucker, or do you think he kind of sticks more towards Kuzma as their number one? I probably I don't even know. He, he might get Schroeder. Uh, he can guard anybody. It depends either who's doing okay that game, and then he'll guard him. Uh, from from my perspective, though, I don't really want to. I don't want to have much exposure to anybody on this side of the ball in this matchup. Even without Embiid, it's still one of the better defenses in the league. Um, Harrell's thirty five or seven K now. I, I a little expensive for me. Kyle Kuzma's too expensive in this matchup. Schroeder six eight. He'll see a fair share of Simmons. Don't really want him. Horton Tucker gives me some confidence. It, um, just knowing if this game does get out of hand, he could play a little bit more minutes, but him only playing 19 in that last game really threw a curveball at me. And it's hard if I know he's, he's not going to start, but if he's still not going to see 25 to 35 minutes, I don't, it's hard to justify a $5,600 price tag. Um, Markeith Morris, he might start at center. He might start at power forward. Don't love it either way, but at 47, I can look at it. Um, Alex Caruso is probably the one guy I might look at at, at 3,900, and even that, it's still pushing it. Uh, just not in love with the Lakers side of the ball here. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm targeting him overall. Like, I'm probably leaving a lot of the major plays uh, on the table. Like, I'm not going to have too many shares of Kuzma or Schroeder. I think I will have some shares of Morris and Harold, though. Those are the two guys that I'm gravitating the most towards. So, uh, next. Game, final game, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Golden State Warriors, it's not really traveling. Uh, (laughs) They're taking the bus ride to Sacramento. Take on the Kings here. Uh, On the injury report, what do we got? Golden State, Marquise Chris, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson all rolled out. Kings on the second half of a back-to-back here, so no injury report for them yet. We do have a game total. We do have a spread. It is a 223 game total. And we have Sacramento favored by two and a half points right here. So we'll start with the Warriors. No Steph Curry. Break it down for me, Santino. Yeah, no Steph Curry. Uh, Juicy, juicy matchup. So this is a game that I'll like to have some exposure to. Um, We mentioned there's quite a few high-priced guys that I'm not 100% sold on uh, at their price tags. But here I can... I don't mind. Like Wiggins is going to be in a fantastic match matchup. Uh, Jordan Poole's been been hot, and he's going to be taking a lot of shots. This is this is just going to be a, a run, 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 run type of game. Uh, I would like a little bit of Ubre. I he's he's a prominent name on the trade block right now that people are asking for. So I don't even know if he'll be available by the time we start this game. Um, but I think you can look at keep guys like Wiggins, Ubre, Poole all them in your your player pool. James Wiseman is now going to be starting moving forward. And at 4,800, uh, I think he can easily hit value in this matchup. So I don't mind looking at, at four of their five starters. Draymond is a little bit more expensive than I'd like him to be. So I probably won't have too much exposure there. But I'll be picking between Wiggins, Ubre, Poole, and I'll have a lot of Wiseman. All right. No, I can't argue with any of them. I, I think Draymond, yeah, he's getting a little expensive. But as the, the thing is with this matchup, you know, they don't really have a power forward. Um, they'll put, they'll be playing Barnes there, and Barnes is solid and all. Uh, but, you know, with Wiseman starting more, he's probably going to see the bulk of Rashawn Holmes. You know, maybe that means a little bit less Draymond at center and a little bit more point Draymond in that case. So 
Uh, I'm I'm okay with paying that $77 price tag if you want to go there. I think I prefer Wiggins over Poole. I mean, he's, they're getting pretty close in price tag now, only 600 away. Uh, always mentioned I love targeting the shooting guard and wings versus uh, versus the Kings. I guess you know Poole is pretty much a shooting guard, but uh, he's playing pseudo point guard right now for him. Uh, and it has been doing fantastic. Uh, you can't argue with how well this guy's been shooting. He looks like a completely different player ever since he's came out of the G League. So 6,100, if you want to go back to him, don't mind it. And at 4,800, uh, I can't argue with Wiseman. If he's going to play at least 25 minutes at 4,800, he is a high-volume guy. So he's going to make mistakes. He's going to have high turnovers. He's not always going to shoot above 50%, which isn't great as a center. But he's going to have a high-volume shot attempt. So he'll be able to produce some other things in there as well. as uh, you know Blocks, maybe a three here and there. Decent rebounds. So I like that price tag as well. On the other side of the ball, looking at Sacramento, feels like we're starting to get Fox. Getting a, we're getting him a little cheaper every day. It feels like we're just chipping away at it. We're finally getting him down a little bit. Uh, touched on some a lot of guys that are in that high 8K range. Where does he fall, I guess, um, on, on your radar? We, you know, we touched on Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, uh, even, you know, Ben Simmons. Uh, where does he where's he landing on your radar and are you gonna have any shares of Fox and yeah I want to have shares of him it like you mentioned there are a few options there that um, are going to pose a problem but I, I think I like him probably second among that group depending on what we see out of the the Clippers uh, I think I'll take George at his substantially less price tag um, but Simmons and and Fox <clears throat> I mean out of the three people in the 8k like uh Kawhi Leonard George I mean Jesus now I'm getting myself mixed up Kawhi Simmons and Fox I think I like Fox right under uh Simmons in this one I think it's just a very good matchup whether Curry the point guard position whether Curry's there or not there he, is something that we can attack and I think um I'll have some shares of him but I do think Simmons is just much safer for cash and and GPP. Yeah, I mean, Fox, they're, they're both a fantastic place. Um, my main struggle on this slate was, you know, trying to figure out if I wanted to spend up the same similar price tags on, like, Butler or Fox. Simmons is the lock for me. He's he's the guy. We'll get to the tiers in a minute. I mean, depend. I'll let you go first, so you'll probably pick him either way and make me have to figure this out on the spot. Right now, I'm leaning slightly more Butler. I don't know where I'm going to be at, you know, as I really start constructing my lineups. But both these guys are fantastic plays and trying to figure out which one of them uh, are my number two as far as that, you know, under 9K range or 9K or less range is is the challenge I'm facing. Because I, th- I just think Randall and uh, and Simmons are just two locks in cash, GPP, however you want to look at it. They have great floors, great upsides, great matchups all around. Uh, looking at some of these other guys on Sacramento, Halliburton 6K, the price tag is starting to come up, but... Uh, the dude's playing consistently high minutes, and he's in the starting lineup. Looks like it's going to go happen going forward. Uh, you know, we're looking at three out of the past four games. He's played at least 32. He's played 34 in at least two out of the last three. And, you know, getting it done without even chipping in too much in the ancillary stats, uh, sign me up. Had a career high 28 points in the last one. 6K, it's a splendid matchup. So another place you can look. And, you know, do they uh, do they really have an answer for you know a guy like Rashawn Holmes, seventy three hundred with the tear that this guy's been on? Like I said, for every for as good as Wiseman is, he's going to make a lot of mistakes, and that could be you know Holmes isn't necessarily a guy that's going to produce a ton on offense, but he's uh, I think he's leading the league in field goal percentage right now, Santino, if I'm not mistaken. So 
can get it done in eight, nine shots, can easily turn out 20 points like that. So 7,300, a guy that you could definitely keep on your radar, just push comes to shove. I don't know if I land there. Yeah, and I, I think Holmes is a one of the options if you're going to spend up on center you can look to uh, because it is a good matchup for him. But I think we have so many options uh, outside of like, – there. there's <clears throat> Randall that you can put there too, but outside of um, that, like, 7-3 and up range, I think we do have a lot of guys below that that you can look at. We just mentioned Howard and a couple people like that. Uh, so I don't know how much else will be spending up over there, but he's definitely in play here. Uh, Halliburton, you mentioned 6K. He's been really good. And um, it all just depends on what they do because this, this is a question mark of a team coming into the trade deadline. I know all of Rashawn Holmes, Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, Son Whiteside, uh, Bajalika, uh, all these guys could possibly be moved, but I don't think many of them are. I think maybe Whiteside gets bought out uh, or if someone throws out a big big offer for Barnes or Holmes, they get moved. So I don't think there's going to be too much shaking up, but um, I think Halliburton is is one of the better plays at 6K to uh, Harrison Barnes on his old team. If you if I know you love your narratives, that's another one there too. Yeah, just we don't know if he's going to be playing this game. Unfortunately, the last game of the night, like you mentioned, I think he's probably the one guy that's getting the most trade rumors surrounded. But uh, recently reported, the Kings are seemingly willing to play a little bit more hardball with them. Uh, they just don't want to settle, and I don't blame them. He's been playing well for him this season. <clears throat> All right, man, that rounds us out. So we'll dive right into our player tiers. It seems like we both really like one guy specifically a lot. So, you know, I think for the listeners, we'll just cross them right off. Seem fair? What? You know, we're our, our, our expensive tier. It seems like we both just absolutely love Ben Simmons, right? Oh, yeah, I really like Simmons. Yeah, so well, let's go. We'll, we'll both try to pick somebody outside of Ben Simmons then. Because I think that's just the one that most of us are are going to have, um, and I'll 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 probably go. To, I'm gonna go with my main man. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jimmy Butler over here. I like Jimmy Butler and that Portland matchup, fast pace, uh, and just little no defense. So sign me up for some Jimmy Butler. And what what are we doing? Expensive, it's like expensive guys. Yep. All right. Um... Yeah, if I'm going to pay up, I, I like Randall out of the pay up guys. He just had a really good game against his Wizards and only had six rebounds and two point or and two assists. So he put up nearly 50 DraftKings points with out rebounding and, and assists, 37 actual points. Is there's no one in that front court that can really do anything to him? I can't fault you there. Great, great selection. So. Uh, okay, we'll slide on to the mid tier, which we consider about 7,500 to that 5k range so you know looking at the mid-tier we talked about a few options that are definitely very definitely very very viable and if i had to lean anywhere i'd probably go to my main man halliburton at 6k uh i just i've been just basically locking this guy in uh you know past you know i'd say three out of the past three games he's paid it off on two so 6k he's a guy that if i'm not playing fox and i want some king exposure he's probably going to be the main guy i go to um I'll pass it over to you. Yeah, I'm going to stay right with the Knicks, and I like Mitch Robb at 5-1. Uh, he put up 40 points the other night against the same team. I, it's going to be hard for him not to get a double-double. It's just who do the Wizards have that can rebound and play at center? They have multiple people that can play center, but just not good. 
I can't argue with it. Uh, he was the other guy I was tossing and turning between. All right, we'll go to the value now under 5K. Uh, we talked about several, several guys. I know you touched on a few guys that were less than that 4K range. Uh, you know, Derek Jones Jr., a few of these guys, but I'm probably just going to stick right under that 5K range. And if I'm looking at anybody that I feel like I'm going to have in a lot of my lineups, uh, it's going to be Marcus Moore Sr. I know you didn't like him as much. You'll probably go with that guy that we just talked about in the last game. Uh, but he's a guy that he's never been shy. And knowing that there's just, you know, Dennis Schroeder, Kuzma, yeah, they're going to get their shot attempts. But outside of those two, Marcus Morris should be in double-digit shot attempts in this matchup. At 4,800, if he's playing 28 to 30 minutes, uh, potentially starting, sign me up. Small forward position eligibility as well is always a bonus. Yeah, and, and I don't know where I said I didn't like Marcus Morris. Oh. Uh, that was Markeith that you were talking about. But I, I guess that's that's what uh, Patry remembers. Um, <laughs> my and yeah, fault. My I, fault. I, he was probably he was going to be one of the two guys that I mentioned, uh, but I also do like uh, James Wiseman for the same price. Another center option. I'd probably have more of Marcus Morris just because he can play small forward, and I uh, do really like um, <clears throat> Randall here, and I do like Mitch Robinson. So unless I have him at my uh, utility spot, I won't have a ton of them. But I think both these guys at four four eight, there's just a lot of good plays that aren't. A, are on the super expensive side. Uh, so we're, we're going to have extra money to just get studs in our lineup that maybe we're not um, thrilled about having, but n- when it's not a point per dollar and it's just points, you'll be okay with it. Yeah, just the raw points as well. And I, I'm a I'm a fan of both Morris brothers on this one. I'll play both of them. Very similar price tags. But that rounds us out. That takes us home. If you guys have a chance, give us a thumbs up, five-star, rate, review, wherever you're listening to us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, wherever it may be. I know Santino loves the Podbean one. We don't even know if it's real yet. We're trying to figure it out. I just mention it every time anyway. Uh, Give us us that thumbs up, that five-star. And if you have a chance and you take a screenshot of it, you tag any one of us over here on the DFS team uh, or Dan Bespris with that five-star review. We will enter you. You have a chance to win a free fantasy pass over here at hoop-ball.com. So uh, that gives you access to our Discord, behind-the-scenes stuff, all the the behind-the-paywall articles, everyday content for DFS. So you hear the podcast every day. We have daily articles. We have daily Discord chats. A lot more that goes on over here that you can take advantage of. So you can either go sign up or you can try to get in there for free by just giving that five-star review. And you can follow us on Twitter. At Mike Apatria, M I K E A P O T R I A. And you can find Santino at Santino Cocone, S A N T I N O C A C C O N E. My brother, anything else before we take off? Oh, I think uh, we covered it. A lot of this news might be irrelevant by the time the games start because so many of these guys are going to be on or off, uh, traded. A lot of these teams are prominent in the trade market right now like the knicks are looking at people the heat are all over the rumor mills uh philly lakers are looking at whoever they can get sacramento golden state clippers are trying to add someone so there's there's a lot to um to unpack uh, and we'll see what happens by the time by the trade deadline which is at 3 p.m eastern standard time and also definitely tune in to check out uh, the hoop ball trade deadline show it starts at um nine to one pacific so that's 12 to four eastern standard time so the 
three hours before the deadline, one hour after the deadline. And we're going to touch on everything we possibly can. All right, man. You couldn't, I couldn't have said any better. I thought it was 12-5, but you know better than me. So thank you guys for listening. We will be back tomorrow. It will be Dave. It will be Brenton. They'll be handling the biz. Take care, guys. Let's go crush some GPPs. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.